welcome to Tuesday Night Chats, which is really uh, Tell It Like It Is with Dr. B. Baker, and that would be me. And um, I have a guest tonight, and you know, I'm always telling you how younger people like to hang out with me, and I'm here to prove it tonight. Here's a young woman that likes to hang out with me, right? So you're right. Yes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to talk about... Um, I didn't know I was still young because the last time I checked, they carded me on the young adult event. They said, okay, we check your ID. Yeah, so you're still young. That's what I'm That's talking good. about. That's good. Um, while they're working on the microphone and all that kind of stuff, we're still going to talk. Okay, what we're going to talk about tonight, I just thought about it. I didn't just think about it, but one of the things I was on the phone with a number of apostles and, and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers, and we were talking about kingdom finance. In other words, we were talking about money. And business and things such as that. Um, and what was going on was the fact that um, I'm finding that many of the people were uh, kind of afraid of money. They don't think that we're supposed to be involved in, in everything that there is. That when we talk about building the kingdom, uh, building the kingdom of God, that we're not recognizing the fact that we need to recognize the fact that the kingdom of God comes into every sphere. And so um, I want you to talk just a little bit about um, yourself and uh, finance and, and businesses and different things and things that you think that we're moving into. So this is uh, Apostle Maritoni. Um, yes, so most likely, uh, you know, my name is Apostle Maritoni. And one of the things that I struggle in ministry is that the idea of the separation of business, finance, marketplace, when we all know that God is creator. He created all things. And I remember asking, uh, you know, Abba Fathers, like, why is it so difficult for them to understand? And it is almost like God was showing me that it's all over the Bible. He right. Well, yeah. tell, tell the people yeah. about it so that they will start to feel. I don't care yeah. what the other folks ain't doing. Yeah. We are going to help these yeah. people to do and, what they and need to do. That's what we do. Life. That's what I love about Apostle Baker is that not only she's open, uh, she doesn't limit the kingdom of God. She's given. She give all of the things that we need so that we can be successful in this end times. And finances is one of it. That's part of your fruit. Because how can you say you're a king and you're broke? How can you say that you belong to a big God when you're struggling making decisions or you're stingy, you know, and that means you're not trusting God? I believe finances comes from the heart of purity, heart of purity where this is really going to, you know, uh, um, shake your mind because it's never been taught in church or anything. But God showed me that when your heart is pure, he blesses those that have pure heart because if you think about it, those that actually are selfless, they think about others and they do things and God reward you. Finances is one of it. Gifts, blueprints, download. You know, when you think of finances, you always think about money and sometimes God works on different things. For example, God can give you dreams of an invention. Um, there was one incident, um, God have asked me, you know, you know, I know you're single, you live in a one bedroom corporate home, I need you to rent a house and make the house a house of prayer. So we rented a four bedroom house and the entire garage was house prayer, but people were coming just praying to God and they were seeking the kingdom. And then I noticed from different ages and even elderly was getting dreams and they asked me, why would God give me 
a video game dream. And I said, you know what, that's why we're here today, so that you can tell one of my young adults the dream you have, they can put the code, they can write it down in that language. And what we're gonna do is that, what do you want? Do you want this to, do you want this? And, and she's like, no, I don't play video game. I have no business for it. But you so love God and God is blessing you in your fruit right now because you want, because I remember she was retired. She wanted, she sees her, all her kids struggling and she wanted to help them out and she was limited in her finances. So God brought a seed of a blueprint of a video game. So simple but unique. So one of the young kids wrote it out and I said, we're gonna, you know, I deal with business. We're gonna make sure we copyright it, we patent it and it's protected. And then we're gonna sell this and you have royalties. She exchanged that to, you can say, to the things that she needs. And now she was able to be debt free, so as her family. And it's as simple as that one simple download. That's why I love about community and being part of a kingdom um, body because there's a lot of, you could say Christ follower that call themselves Christian, but when you limit God in a certain way, then you're not gonna see the fullness. You wanna you see samples of blessing. And uh, in, in, he's not only uh, gonna bless you with money, um, he's gonna give you favor. I had, I'm from Tehran, you know, and a lot of the people around me, my neighbors, they're like, they have money, but if I talk with them, I ask them, their grandparents, they're all from Christian family. And I'm thinking like, what happened to you? You've been blessed and you've forgotten who blessed your family, where the blessing come from. So to make a long story short, um, this uh, lady ended up moving to San Francisco and she lost everything for a bad deal. And she was crying out and then finally she came to the church and then she asked and she's like, you know, um, I learned it, I got it, I got it. God is trying to give me my attention. But now I've been stripped, I don't know what to do. And I have asked her and I said, you know, if God blessed you again, what would you do? And she said, um, you know what, I I will do 80-20. I'll give God 80% and 20%, what do you think? And I said, I think that's a great idea. He hears you right now and he know you mean it. And then so, and I feel like God is gonna bless you. And she said, it's impossible, my name is ruined, everything is, it's just done, my life is over. And then oh, so, and then I told her, I said, no, it's not. So, so we just pray and I activate faith over her to trust God, Abba, as a father. So it just short while, and I was even shocked myself because she just finally, you know, throughout the transition, she accepted like, I'm never gonna be an elite again. And then so she was already packing, moving somewhere. Uh, her grandparents has a land somewhere in the south that is like, you know, it's like somewhere that will never recognize her. It's just, you know, it's like Kurmi, just a small town. So I told her, I said, no, wherever you go, God's gonna meet you, but expect the blessing. So she got to the land, she moved there, and she, she called me as soon as she got there. She said, after, and she was even, um, you could say, start giving things away. Like, uh, instead of selling her things, she just, whatever left, she started to donate, and I start seeing that she, she began to really mean what she says, like, I'm gonna honor God, because I saw it in her action. Material things no longer matter, and then she was already ready, and she said, you know, I'm gonna volunteer my skills to churches and set up beautiful table to, to help them kind of organize their, you know, organization, and she starts serving, 
and then just right when she moved to say to her grandma's house she called me she's like you would not believe this i said what happened my house strike an oil what should i do and i said i'm scared and i said why are you scared i love being me you know i am not looking for this anymore and i said and i said what should i do and i said do what you promised god he said what is it and then as an accountable partner i said what did you say you would do if you again come into some wealth and said 80 20 of course and she went you know got the 80 20 so she went ahead and uh and then all her family's like that's crazy that's so much and then she gave 80 80 to god she donated it and then 20 percent for her and then she was like you know 20 percent was nothing because she has to pay taxes and stuff it was almost done and she was just was so happy for it and then um she was like it's done i completed it she was so happy and then she's like the the oil company that strike took all the oil in our land says that it, they never seen anything like it that another wave of oil coming out in a complete like another direction so it was another thing so she's she's like i think this time i just give a hundred percent to god and then i told her i said you know god go uh you know if you honor god's with your blessing he takes you from glory to glory so whatever you give you can never outgive god so he she's happy she's she's doing actually uh i have seen her uh she donate even her work her skills her talent to a woman ministry and she's researched all the best woman speaker and she goes and volunteer her time and then she'll you know tie it into their ministry so she's out you know happy and i was really shocked i was like you know i believe god but i noticed lately guys guys god has been coming through right away right away when i say right away the blessing that you've seen in the bible comes like you know after 80 years 50 years 20 30 100 years now whatever that god has spoke to you it's literally coming to pass like instantly suddenly those are happening well, what and are then, some what are some business skills that you can can i mean what are some things that that people that get ideas okay people are getting dreams and things mm -hmm. so let's just say for instance i get a dream and god is opening things up and he's giving me this dream this vision or whatever it is what do I do? Give some practical ways of people doing some things with what it is that they do. So what you do, definitely, you want to protect whatever God's giving to you. If, you know, so when you have a dream, uh, write it down right away. Pray and ask God, what is this? Because sometimes God gives you a dream of part of a puzzle, whether it's a, it's a one, two, three parts, or you get the full thing. And then I have seen dreams also sometimes that say if me and Apostle Baker is doing business together, I will have a dream and she will have a dream and our dream match together that is actually combined together. So what we do, we write it down and you ask God who's involved with this and then God will tell you. Some of the dream he will just say, this is solely for you. And then you write it down and then ask God what you need to do. And he will tell you whether you need to sell this dream or you need to own the dream or I get to the point sometimes the dream is way too big and people get afraid and God I'm I'm telling you whether you know how to build it for example a skyscraper God gave you an idea how to make it 
and you have no clue even how to hammer a nail, guess what? God will bring in the right people on the right time. So you write it down and begin to ask God what's next, what, what's next. Ask all the questions. Who I need to contact? And then God will always bring the people you need. And he will do a divine appointment. So pay attention and begin to expect it. Because what happened, um, that's a word from God's coming down and you're writing it down. When God says write plainly, you don't have to sound like, oh, I need to find scripture for this. And you don't have to sound like a preacher when you write down. Write the simplicity of what you got. Don't add nothing to it. Don't take anything away from it. And then move on to it. And then I, I, I got dream that it's too big that I cried and I said, God, this is way too big, you know. I even do you, you know, you better do something about this. And then uh, he actually does. He does come. So when you have dreams, write it down. Sometimes people just taking a nap or watching TV and you get an idea, you're watching a movie and God's give you. I got a lot of people getting like production ideas, song, mm -hmm. even, you know, you'll mm -hmm. hear some song, you write it down. And I know a lot of my mentee, uh, we were at the car dealership, I walked out and I started, you know, recording my voice because I knew it was a song. It was, God was writing a song from heaven I don't sing, I don't play no musical instrument, but as you better believe, I wanna make sure that that song is need to be where it needed to be. And then so, and usually, uh, when you begin when you begin to act onto those dreams, like I said, don't worry about how it's gonna be done. He's gonna bring the divine appointment. Second, ask for the timing and season, because God's timing is different than ours. Yes, that's very that, yeah. that's a very important thing. It's just like some of the things that he's going to be doing that we're going to be doing. Right? Yes, yeah. It, it's like um, it, it's and, and patience and maturity. One of the things is mm -hmm. you got to walk that's in a place of maturity, because many times people rush into something. Yes, and they're saying you know it, it's like um, you're he's testing people to find out their integrity. Finding out different things so that you can go into it because one of the things of it is, is this Everybody has a different temperament and so many times what happens is people meet people on a personality level And when you meet people on a personality level, then you can get jacked up real quick Yes, okay, because that personality and that temperament that person can fake it for a while But the real temperament the real person that God is talking about the one that he created on the inside, you know uh, that's that and so it's like one of these things that um, We're very 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 different in a lot of ways But then there's some things that are so much alike yes. That we know that once we get to and once we start to do something that it's that, that laser it's that, focus uh -huh, It's laser focus. Yeah. It's like ain't nothing gonna stop this Yeah, you know, and, and then he will send he does send the people and what we have to do one of the things that I want you to talk about this too one of the things that we have to pray is this, is that when the people come, is that the people are not still looking, mm -hmm. you know? And, and this is one of the things that we need to start, you need to start to pray for the people that do come, that God has assigned to your vision or to the work that he wants to do in a region. Because it's like this area, Santa Cruz, Santa Clara County, I believe that there's stuff that's gonna happen in Santa Clara County, because he wouldn't be bringing so many apostles into one area. Um, and, and so many prophetic people, well, I don't know about prophetic, apostolic people, I should say, mm -hmm. 
into one area to do something, but there's things that are about to happen in this area. And we have to know that we have to be with like-minded people. And that like-minded has to be, uh, uh, I, I think that it's a like-mindedness of whatever I have, if you need it or want it, you got it. Yes. That's true. That's the truth. And uh, one of the things I like about Apostle Baker is that when she said we're different but very alike, we are the people that you're full of integrity, that you'll see in our walk and everything that we do. Number two, we never compromise because we so love God and so want the movement of the kingdom to come to pass that compromising is like, why give your all and then you compromise sometimes? That's like, you have to get rid of that out of your vocabulary because compromising is just gonna block your blessing, stop, regardless how smart or how gifted you are. You're compromising, uh, tell me where that's gonna take you because it's not gonna take you nowhere. Because it stopped, because God is a pure God and a righteous God. He doesn't mix in with all that things. So it's easy, like you said, you repent and then you, God's literally forget everything, but he does see whether are you gonna really change and turn around. Or you're just here for the money. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I noticed too, when you have dreams, ideas, you sketch songs, I always tell a lot of my mentee and the people that advise as a, you know, as, as their advisor, do not personalize it. Yeah. Do not even take ownership of it. Because personalizing, number one, you'll get hurt. And then also you're going to have a skewed mentality. And a greedy one. And then, yeah, greedy one. For example, it's like, hey, you know, I said, oh, this is only for my people. This is only for Filipino Asian people. You know, oh, this is only for black people. No, the kingdom is for everyone. Because why do you think God, why would God say that? That it's something behind in your subconscious that knows that. And you think that was God, but it was not God. It has to align to his word. He, the kingdom of God is makes no gender, you know, no race. He and no culture and no one. yeah, no yeah, nationality no and and no culture. It's only one race. And there's and you know that we are kingdom culture people. You know that is above all things. If you have to make decision, how should I act? How should I move forward? Is make sure you move, not the American way, not the Filipino way, not you know my homies way. My generation's way is gonna be a kingdom way. Why? Because I want you to see it to the fullness. God is a God doesn't take away you know your gifts, so you will see it come to pass. But when you follow the fullness of the way it's supposed to be done with God, it's gonna keep multiplying. Money wise, blessing, territories, lawsuit will not even touch you. That's why a lot of my that you know, that's why a lot of my clients now is like see the difference when you walk in purity and no compromise they're not part of any kind of like chaos that is going on they're at peace and they don't have to worry about competition that business not only they're being blessed they're blessing the people they're blessing the land blessing the church blessing anyone that even come across with that product so you that's know, a good thing interesting you, you mentioned the word competition <clears throat> when you're doing what god has given you to do there is no competition. You know, I'm a doctor in psychology, right? And so I've never advertised, not one day. Every time I tried to, uh, he told me not to advertise in the first place, but I didn't know a brochure was advertising. See, that's just how brilliant I am, right? 
any rate, they came out wrong. They spelled San Jose, S-A-N-H-O-S-E. So I had all these books. <laughs> I'm saying they came from the south, you know, San Jose, right? Anyway, anyway, anyway. And then the other ones came up, they had my name all backwards, right? So I said, maybe this would be advertising. So I guess I'm not gonna do that either. But one, but one, one of the things of it is, is this, is that in, in, in my field and in what it is that he has told me to do, I find this, and they said, well, how are, you gonna, how are you gonna deal with the competition? I said, I don't have any competition. And when you start to realize that you are unique and you are who you are, and the people that God sends to you or you uh, 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 attract, those are people that can't nobody else help. Mm -hmm. I mean, people that come to me are, 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 are they've, they've gone every place else anyway. And that's why I'm glad, because they've gone every place else, so now they'll listen, okay? And, and, and they won't get offended because of how it is that I speak or whatever. But, um, you know, so in business, and then I find out in my real estate business, in my, uh, even when I had a restaurant and other different things, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, my uh, coaching business and all of these different things, that none of these things do I have competition because nobody can do what I do the way I do it. Nobody can do what you do the way you do it. Yes. See, and I, I can come to you and I can get advice. I can, you know, here's this thing. What are we going to do with this? You know, and you can do the same. But here's this thing. What are we going to do with this? Not what am I going to do? Yes. Where it's mine. Because if it's a kingdom thing, then it has to be a we. It can never be a me. I know a lot of a lot of people that when they get the, they, they get the idea of, oh, this is a big download or blueprint from God. It's gonna be mine, it's me, myself, and I. And I am just like, you know, I'm shocked because God will test you. Mm -hmm. Once you birth that company, he will, give, he will ask you, can you give this company to so-and-so? And you have to, and he, when he say give this company, meaning 100%, you have to give it. Why? Because that means he's testing your heart. There's more in the kingdom, limitless possibilities. So he's seeing how much can I trust you? And he does it all the time. And then like uh, one time he asked me, uh, you know, oh, you know, cash out your 401k. And I'm like, I'm only 23, God. It's like, so what do you want to do with it? And it's like, cash out your 401k and then give it to that business person that is struggling. And I was like, that's, you know, I, you know, I worked. And um, I was like, God, you know, I'm not married with no kids. Like, you know, um, I, please do not marry me with anybody older or something, please. I will do what you're asking me to do, but I just want you to know what's going to happen. I'm going to be in a lot of need. But I'm the most happiest person because I saw what he was doing. He was showing me the supernatural God. So I gave that lady that amount. I thought it was very big because I've been working since I was 14. I was like, that was really, really big, you know. And then, you know, I was like, I've been in New York, you know. I my office was in Manhattan. I mean, that type of four one k. So and and say, God, so I can't get a boat now. I can, you know, because I have a very, you know, fun life. And then God's like, well, he's testing my heart. So I gave it to the lady. And then after that, it's freeing when you obey God. It's freeing because you know it's the right thing to do. And then next thing you know, some random person just said, Hey, what is your name? You know, and then uh, I said, why? I said, I don't know. I'm just feeling led to give you 
uh, some money and but she said I never done this before and I said well I never done this before too that how do you get money from somebody in a parking lot like how do you do that like I don't know you know I never sold anything in a parking lot so I don't know how that work <laughs> and then so Holy Spirit told me grab your checkbook the back it says you know deposit slip so I gave it to her and I said how about that lady stole my you know my information but she didn't she actually went to her state she was on her way to the airport she stopped she she stopped in that parking lot where I was exiting to the restaurant she exited that place because God was asking her I need you to do something for me take a risk so she was taking a risk for God so uh, she got home the next day she gave 300 uh, 380 percent of what I have given out the next day was wired and then to the point that my bank was fired was like is this game from you know drug money who gives free money around here I was like, I have no idea I don't know the lady so you know I don't know so I don't even know how to contact her and then she contact the bank while I was in a bank when they're freezing my account because they had to freeze it because mm -hmm. it was like a large amount of money for free from somebody you don't know they want to make sure but it came from like a stock you know it's not like it came from some random stuff it was a legitimate wire transfer money so and then they released me and I was so happy she was like hey you know that's good you're calling me because they freeze the money you know I don't know what's going on don't worry I have God told me you were having problem so I have my lawyer and my stockbroker and the were just you know what do you want then they send the free and clear certificate and everything's great and dandy and since then it's like all of a sudden that they our bank wants to offer me all the products oh, everything everything and everything. i was like mm -mm. so i just it's funny because i was getting my nails done i came there with the little pink slippers you know it's like my car didn't work across Saturday. i was like he said i need i had left so fast i had to pay my my pedicure stuff you guys tried to block my my card you know i wasn't like balling out of control it was my money so it was blocked so you, those are the things that you you have to be ready that's why i love what she mentioned about maturity because you have to know and you don't want to wild out and then give up and quit oh it wasn't really for me and then it, you have to fight for what god gave you that's it going through the difficult times because mm -hmm. here this this is one of the things that that, that happens in um the congregation that i oversee Pastor Lawrence is the pastor. It's really interesting because a lot of people have come through here, okay? And many of them can't stay because the fire of integrity <laughs> burns hot, right? And it's, <laughs> and it's one of those things that says uh, integrity is everything, okay? And God's will, what it is that God uh, God desires, is, is important. One of the things that you did, I've said this a, a number of times, I asked people, if God gave you $800 million and told you to take that $800 million, to put it in your bank, let it clear, and then write a check and give it to somebody else, could you do it? There's mo many people in this in the congregation, as, as, as time has gone forward, said, I don't know if I could do that. I said, it's not your money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If he gives you eight, I mean, eight hundred million dollars, eight hundred million dollars. Even if he gives you eight hundred dollars, and they tell, and and but but eight hundred million dollars, and says this is not for you. I want you to give it to this person. Could you do it? Well, my husband wouldn't. My wife wouldn't. This wouldn't. This would. I don't know if I could do it. And I said, you will be a broke butt person 
that, that word's in the Bible. Okay. Uh, you, you will be a broke person all your life. Why is that? It wasn't yours. And until we learn to live like this, God, you put it in, you take it out. Okay? Because I know that you'll put, I mean, the, 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 it's going to end up with more in it than out of it because I'm going to do with it what you want to do with it. And this is the reason that many businesses are not blessed. Yeah. And then also like when God asks you to invest on something, you know, this is, was my example was for a person, but God will ask you to invest on a certain thing, certain stocks or in, you know, Bitcoin or whatever. Um, God is going to ask you, but it's not going to be a lifestyle. It's not going to be a forever that money is going to sit there. Because what he's doing is that he's, he's transferring the money from the wicked to the righteous. So you put your account, trust it on God, and then when God make it happen, and you see money in there, don't begin to be addicted to that. That's the only way God comes in. Holy Spirit will tell you to cash out and close it, regardless how much you made money. Do it exactly, because if you don't, it will be taken out. That means you're not ready yet. You're not ready for that wealth. And I want you to understand something. We're not sitting here talking to someone that's just etherealizing, okay? She's not an etherealizer, neither am I. But um, we're interviewing you tonight. It's about you, not about me. <laughs> about you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I was supposed to be sitting there watching her show. And you weren't supposed to be doing nothing. I got my backpack and my laptop to take notes. Oh, well, that's good. You can bring your laptop up here and make notes. <laughs> you know, you, uh, but the thing of it is, is this, this is someone that does invest. This is someone that is in business. This is someone that's owned businesses. This is something, uh, a person that, that, that uh, shares businesses that also uh, coaches and all of these different types of things. So we're not talking about, and then why are, so um, many people are afraid of money in the body of Christ. Yeah, they're afraid because they say money is evil, but God was not even talking about it. The evil is that, like I said earlier, when God bless you, keep your heart pure and you never have to worry about it. Because if you're afraid now, then you need to cast that fear out and that means your heart is impure, it's, it's not fully free. Mm -hmm. So you want to definitely, there was so, there's a lot of uh, pieces in the Bible that God even asked, what do you do with my money, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, about the parable of the talents. And then uh, one of the guys said, you know, I should have, uh, and that dinar should be, you know, let's say, I just didn't do nothing. I just bury it and hide it. And if you notice, the scripture said, why did you not put it in the bank? <laughs> so it earned interest. That means he wants you to do something with your money. So he will use it as a tool, not your God. And when God starts talking about, you know, uh, this is really good about a lot of church folks. Make sure that you don't have no um, other God than God. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes even like, you know, money-wise in church, it's like they curse themselves on the blessing of God because they want great things. They want to help the nation. They want to help many people, the community, their family. But then they look at the big church or other people that are actually working in marketplace or actually being blessed and begin to curse it. Mm -hmm. And then they don't understand you're cursing the very money, the, that money itself. This is, you know, I, I really believe this. I believe that it's an area of pride mm -hmm. and, and, and fear of persecution because he says that it'll come, but there's gonna be persecution. You know, it, it's, I remember 
when I was building my house, when my house was being built, I think it was a swimming pool that they were getting ready to do. Two things happened that I thought was so funny. I'm thinking, this house ain't but 4,000 square feet. And this pool ain't that big, okay? Because I didn't want a giant pool. Because, I, you know, um, my swimming abilities wasn't going, I mean, I could swim, but I'm not going to be out there much. But the, uh, the, uh, the, the inspector came, and the guy, Gary, was telling him, this house is a, a, a minister uh, built this house. And he said, it couldn't be a minister. A minister wouldn't have a house this big. And I'm thinking, it ain't big. Okay? People will persecute you because you have something. I remember in 1988 when I bought my Mercedes. It was a 560SL. Uh, I still have it, okay? And um, people were telling me, you could sell that and give it to the poor. I said, you sell your poor and give it to the poor. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough to be able to give to the poor and keep my car too, okay? I meant you understand. So with persecution, these things will come, but people will, will, make, will, will criticize you. They will talk about how you can't be a believer, how you can't be this, and how you can't be that. And I think that one of the things that the, that we need to do as kingdom as kingdom dwellers, I'll say this, is to learn to laugh. Yes. Because it's like one of these things, you know. Um, you know, well, you're, you know, and, and every time an accusation comes, you know, it's like, okay, I don't agree with you, but what do you want me to do about that? Okay, uh, or uh, I think that's cute and that's funny. All right, because I, I, and this is another thing. That's one of the fears that people have of getting money. Yeah, the money is fear, and then also what other people are going to say. That's the because of mm -hmm. a lot of other religion um, attach your love to God for poverty. That means if you love God, you should live your life. And even some people take mm. oath of poverty. You better renounce that now, because we're now in a season <laughs> of blessing. We're in a season of uh, abundance, uh, not only money, but uh, abundance in wisdom, your strategies, you know, and also as a speaker. I mean, money can come so many different ways, but also prosperity is being healthy, being also not be part of this world in this chaos, and then also being the light into the darkness. That's prosperity. Because People are stabbing each other in the back over money, things like that. So, you know, those are uh, things that they're afraid of. And I'm telling you, if God has it, giving it to you. I remember he, I asked God, I said, what do you want me to do with all of this stuff? He said, lavish. And I was like, wow. See, you have to ask God, what do you, ask God, what do you want me to do with the money? And he will tell you, have fun with it, enjoy and then because there's something about it is the intimacy level of your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. when, when you accept that position, you'll see that you're getting more healed. You understand who your father is. That the business, the master kingdom builder, is a family business. That's right. It's always been a family business. So you realize that your father is this so wealthy that it's limitless possibility and you ain't doing nothing about it. And I remember somebody testified one time, oh, God blessed us to go, you know, with this money. So I went to the cruise, and they were in the cruise, but they brought, like, you know, crackers and uh, stuff, and then they stayed in a the room. They enjoyed the stuff. 
and then they looked at everybody eating, drinking, and having fun, but they knew um, they didn't have enough money for that. But all along, they didn't know that that ticket that they bought for that cruise, that they found out the last day, and you don't want to find out the last day that all of this wealth was supposed to be ours. Mm -hmm. And you have to take it by force. And then, yeah, this is Silicon Valley. We are the heart of, you, you know, launching new ideas and stuff. But if you notice, creativity has stopped. Nobody has made anything new. Everything is a recycle, movie, recycle app, recycle computer, recycle ideas, stretch to the watered down recycled. Why? <laughs> Even the food now is being engineered. Because they're not attached to God. If you're attached to God, your creativity will flow. So if you want to know and you want to build more, you better get your partnership with the kingdom of God and be ready to surrender it all, walk in purity, integrity, stop cursing or being jealous to other people. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that are so basic. But when you practice it with the people in front of you or even at your job, you know, then you become that kingdom citizen that God has been speaking about. See, people have been angry at the people that have made money, okay? Mm -hmm. The world people that have made money. But all they did was take kingdom principles, use kingdom principles, biblical principles, mm -hmm. okay? What is one? Give and it shall be. Okay, even if they gave for the wrong reason, Okay, philanthropy, right? Yes. They gave for the wrong reasons, but it's a principle. That's why he says, I make it rain on the, on the just and the unjust. Okay, his principles, they have no picture. Christian, believer, uh, uh, saint, okay, it's the principles. And the thing of it is, is this, the people in the church have been stingy. They had a broke mindset. They've had a poverty mindset. Oh my gosh, let me give this nine and a half percent. God don't need a whole 10%. He don't need a whole 20%. He don't need this, you know. I don't know, that preacher might use it. Here it is, you know, it's like, what, 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 why does Dr. Baker have to wear all them clothes? You know, I, I normally wear a lot of diamonds and, you, you know. I like oh, to, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, why does she have to have all them big diamonds? Why is that diamond so big? Why is that so this and whatever? Because uh, I want it. That's the reason. I look. It looks good on me. It looks good. It looks yes. good on me. And and my father can't afford it, and so can I. Okay. You know why you have to have all those clothes? Why you have to have all this? I don't have to have anything. I have, I'm not going to say that because they they may cut me off. Uh, I don't have to do anything but die and stay black. That's it. I don't have to do anything other. Okay. You know. But, but the thing is, is this, when you understand, when people start to understand that it is about a flow, mm -hmm. okay, you will never grow as long as you are in a pond. Yes. And when your finances get in a pond, well, I got to save this for a rainy day. Well, the rain is going to come. Here it is. People are afraid to give. Uh, they think when they tithe, they just hit the moon. Yes. yes. I mean, all you did is give God what belongs to him. That's true. Okay? That's it. Okay? You haven't given the first offering yet. You haven't given the first fruit yet. You haven't given any of those things yet. Until you start to give 40 to 50 to 60 to 70. I was living off of 20%. And I wanted to get, I was getting uh, in the in the 60, I mean the 80s or 90s. The 88? Oh, wow. Yeah, before I lost, I mean, I've lost everything a couple times, whatever it is, you know. Um, 
He told me I won't, that won't happen to me again. I'm so glad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're in a different era now. We're in a new era. I believe those are just the training. You it know, was. It was. And then God showing us so that we can be here mm -hmm. to show you. You know, I have. You know, I have seen other believers that was jealous. And my advice to a lot of people is that when I say write it down and share it to trusted one, because some people not only will curse it. They will steal it. They will steal it. And then for those that wants to steal blueprints of God, you ain't going too far with it. That's right. Because the person that God gave it to has his name in it. That's it. And then That's that blueprint it can never go that far. Because I, I seen it in, 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 in even in business, that even, you know, in other um, businesses like New Age and other people that steal certain things and I can watch it. Because they can master the kingdom of God in the way of the, the principle for it. But if you're not attached with God, he gives you wisdom and what not to do and what to do. And, you know, that blueprint can only go so far. So far. Mm -hmm. And then it will dry out and you can never birth it again or don't know what to do with it. And you're not going to have the divine appointment on who's supposed the, the wrong people is going to be attracted to it because your heart is impure. <laughs> it's like you, you sow and you reap what you just did. And somebody gonna do the same thing you just did to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so I always advise people, don't even steal it. And then for example, if did if you are watching right now and experience that somebody did stole your blueprint, guess what? Go back to the throne room of God and pray, and God will give you. Because that portal is open. Mm -hmm. If you got one, you can get another one and forgive another them. one. Forgive them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forgive them, repent, release it completely, and God will give you a brand new thing. And it's always going to be greater than what he has given you. It's not going to be something less, even though it looks like it's something less in your eyes, but it has a greater impact. You don't know what it exactly it's going to do. And you don't have to do what the business, I, I did a lot of schooling, you know, uh, paid me a lot of money to know everything. And then I found out and all those things I know, it doesn't really work. Those marketing and all those people that does the censorship, don't worry about that. You know how many advertisements like she was sharing that God will get a hold of somebody. I'll do things and then I'll get a phone call. God be giving out my phone number. You know, and then, and you know, so I get a call and saying they watch my commercial. And I say, I need to, do you have a DVR? Did you record it? Because I want to see this. <laughs> and they said, we know you got money because it's all over all day. So we, we, we trusted mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. God is going to promote you in a such upscale level. You know, and it's funny because I, be, I, was, I was saying all that stuff. I was like, yep, that's me. And I go there with boldness that God opened that door and he will give you the wisdom on how to advise and how to do it and partner. And it shocked me all the time because... It's like everything I learned, I said, why did I go to college for all this stuff? You know, why did I, you know, work? Because I was so, you say, obedient with God, but tried to help God to keep my reputation mm -hmm. to the point. Because mm -hmm. I knew what New York wants and what people wants. Then I found out God is global. Mm -hmm. So I was, my mind was so small. Because the moment I got healed with that, you know, I, I'm all done in a bag of chips. Because God was giving me so much blessing, everything I touch turns to gold, I, there will be time that you think that you, you know, it is yours or you're doing it for the kingdom. But when you get too busy, and God say, hey, look, you're making everybody wealthy. I, I just want you to make my children wealthy, my church wealthy. And I said, but every time I go to the church, 
they don't understand me and they said you're from Satan they kick me out you know so I just like they don't want it so I don't want you to take it away from me so in in God was just like you know teaching me you have to teach them they have to understand business language so I start helping with pastors you know birth their t-shirts and then you know all this other stuff book writing and then they started to see God in it that God is in it and he's gonna bless it and we do need to be blessed so that be a blessing but now God is blessing so much to the point that you don't have to spend it all because we're going to be the storehouses. So I love when, you know, when God asks you, buy this property, this property, why? Because he's getting ready for later in the future. There's never like too much, you know. I have uh, done things overseas that, you know, it's not my stuff. And I have to tell the construction company, okay, you don't have to build the church this fast, you know, you know, because they want me to come back and they want you to come back to bless the land. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, God's going to send, not just me, many people. Because like I said, all this kingdom blessing is our family, you could say, uh, blueprint. That is God. Mm -hmm. So every time I think of business, I think that's one of the things is that when we begin to look at God, our Father, begin to look at that every business is God's business because the enemy stole it, perversed it, and then did all kinds of stuff. Because the more you pray, you'll see the music industry, the you know the school, everything, uh, the music, the videos, the filming, everything, the app, the computer. God has so much technology, you know. And if you look at it. Back in the days, in Egyptian time, you know, they had so much great things on doing, even the Templars. That's right. They, had, they were so smart. They were building things already that until today, billionaires wasted lots of money trying to figure out they can't even uncode it or re replicate certain things of what they have created. Just think about that. So you want to build something for God, number one, and also for him and for the kingdom. But whatever you're building, know that whatever you built here will be in heaven. That's right. So that's what a reward. Not only you get to enjoy it here. So don't want God didn't want us to party in heaven. He wants us to party now. That's right. He wants us to celebrate Him, His life. You can sit back, relax, and enjoy. Everything's been stolen by the enemy, but the time has come that whoever lost shall be the first. And then He's looking. God, I told God is recruiting mm -hmm. because His ministry is gonna move forward. So for those that are holding blueprints and cursing it and oh it's not for the kingdom and doesn't want to, guess what? Don't be shocked that the very blueprint you're sitting on in the dust in your closet is now being birthed by young kids and other people because it has to move forward. It will get transferred. And one of the things too, I want to advise a lot of people, once you start, let's say, finally doing what you have, you wrote down your blueprint, you got it patterned, you finally birthing it, and you saw something like it that was a duplicate. The enemy's a counterfeit. That's right. He likes to copy things because everything happened in the spirit. The enemy already copying before you even see it in natural. And I always tell a lot of people, do not worry about it because the impact that your business is going to be doing is not the same as that. By the time you finish building, that will go away. Mm -hmm. And then... If it's not, God is using them as your stepping stool because they're advertising for you already if it's a trend. That's right. You know, so I've seen a lot of young people sketching tennis shoes and stuff. Yeah, in dress, wedding dress, go for it. 
because it's birthing something new and sometimes you don't have to do it you can sell the idea and then be you know you could say just sometimes be free. you're not supposed to do it and then sometimes yeah and then as you, you said something you said what you build here is being built in heaven but that's only if your heart is pure. Yes. See, that's with a pure yeah. heart because otherwise it's going to be burned up. Mm -hmm. It's wood, hay, and stubble. Yep. Yeah, it's wood, hay, and stubble. Because if you, whatever it is that I do, I make sure that I didn't do it in order to get credit for it. Mm -hmm. See, when you do something in, that you want to get, just get credit for it, uh, that's wood, hay, and stubble. You yeah. know, and you'll know this. If someone forgets to tell you thank you, or if someone forgets to tell you how great you are, uh, you know, uh, somebody forgets to give you all of these accolades and everything. And, you know, many times people do things for me and I'm saying, you know, why'd you do this? Oh, I just, you know, I just thought that you might like it. Okay. Well, thank you. And then I, I talk about other people and doing other things, and then I start to say something about them and I get a, ah, don't do that. Okay, and then they get offended. That was nothing but wood, hay, and stubble. You know, my mother used to tell me, uh, uh, um, you know, let it be known something. If you're going to do something for me, you do it because you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't do it so you can go and talk about what you did for me. Because if you ever talk about what you did for me, I did this for you, and you're supposed to do this for me. She says, um, I will really wish that you had never done it. See, my mother wasn't violent like I have been. Uh, you, know, you know, because I'm ready to tell you, well, I'll stuff it for you. Uh, you know, stuff it like a turkey or whatever, you know what I'm saying, right? But the whole thing of it is, is this, anything that I do, I don't need a thank you. Do you want to give me a thank you? Great, okay? That's why when I cook, because I'm, I'm an excellent chef, but when I cook, I have people taste what it is first. I say, you taste it. And if you don't like it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hurt. Okay, I, I, I can keep it or I can give it to somebody that's got a better palate. But anyway, you, you know, but the whole thing of it is, is this, you know, and, and I do it because I love, I mean, I cook out of love and all this kind of stuff. But the thing of it is, is this, people have to realize that I've done this and I've done this, it's me. I want to see, I, I just want to see you enjoy it. That's the reason yeah. to give. Yes. See, that's, that's the reason to give. That's true. And I love that you mentioned about healing because sometimes, you know, when you're so creative and you got all this blueprint, it's easy for you to write it down. You know exactly what to do because you've been watching the show. And then, um, <laughs> uh, but the moment that you think like, oh, I can't wait to get this done so I can show my church, look at what you did, look, show my ex-boyfriend, look at who you missed. That's a, you know, it's like, whoa, you know, it will slow down and it will be put in a pause. So your timeline will get extended because God is not bound by time, but he's, he's caring about everyone. So the love aspect and the purity is very important and your healing is very important. And believe it or not, if you're not healed anyways, you're not going to enjoy the blessing. That's right. I remember, you know, um, having it all, you know, re I, I told my mom, so I retired 24 years old. I have all the houses, the car, travel every single day. And then I got to where I needed to be. And then I was in, you know, New York in my office and going everywhere. I was, you know, managing a international multi-trillion dollar company. And I was like, whoa, can you believe this guy? And then um, I, I felt that there was still a piece of me needed healing. And there was something, and I was buying shoes, purses, 
and then I had the jet. I have everything. Everything was so great. And I look back and say, God, you know what? I wasn't happy. Why was that? And he has to highlight certain things for me to be healed mm -hmm. all the way in my childhood. And sometimes we have that habit of erasing it out of our memory. But it will come out. And, you know, and so your gift, you know, it will show, you know, you're so. And But at the same time, so you want to be the fullness of God is you being healed, not only the physical, but your soul wound all the way deep down. All the way. And That's the unconscious. Con there's, there's the conscious, the subconscious, mm -hmm. and the unconscious. And then there's the unconscious, unconscious. And that's the area that most people, you know, in, in, in my practice, <clears throat> it's really interesting. Because people take what they say in the secular community or in Christian psychology, whatever that is, um, you know, and they, they look at it and they say, well, there's the conscious and then the subconscious. And I, and I said, no, there's the conscious, the subconscious, and the unconscious, but the unconscious unconscious. There's the subconscious unconscious, and there's the conscious unconscious. But when you get to that unconscious unconscious area, those are things that could have happened in the womb. Those are things that only God can heal. See, those are areas that only God can touch. They can only be touched by God. And that's the reason that Christian psychology and um, secular psychology, they don't see it. But kingdom therapy, see, that's who the rapist is. That word therapist is T-H-E-R-A-P-I-S-T. And therapon, that's, that, that's, who, yeah, that's who Yeshua Jesus was, is. He is the therapon, okay? That means that he's the one that goes into those areas that you could not even, no one can reveal those areas yes. but him. And then he'll go into those areas and he'll deal, he'll, he'll have someone to lead you into that. And that's the realm in which I operate. So it's, it's uh, this is the reason that people only come to me when they're on their last leg. I mean, it's like they're terminal. Emotionally, psychologically terminal. I mean, some people come, I mean, some people have come uh, uh, that, you know, I mean, I've had clients that are physicists and, you know, all, all of these other kinds of different people and whatever, but uh, they, they've come because uh, I, I have perfect memory and perfect recall and I don't have to have notes. And many people can't, you know, they, 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 they can't afford to have anything written down, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, but it's, it's really important because what happens is the wealth, uh, the financial wealth, and all of the people and all of the things, this is the reason so many people commit suicide. They have all the money, they have all the, the toys, they have all of the different things. Now, God doesn't care anything about the shoes and stuff, because I got over 300 pair of shoes. I mean, I know he bought every one of them shoes, and I be wearing those shoes too, okay? I have all of these things, but I like shoes. You know I do, I like yes, all yeah. the heels, right? Um, and, and all of these things, he could care less. You know, yes. he'll tell you what a sale is. Look at this. This is this is this is this is the sale that you've been waiting for. This is the thing that you want. Because that's what I, I mean. I like sales. Okay. Yeah, and you know it's so funny because <laughs> I was like that. Like uh, this is probably gonna um, uh, spark you because I was doing the same thing, and I saw um, going to an event and God says get this dress. It's somewhere a thousand dollar dress. You know, it's just a a summer outdoor, you know, philanthropic stuff. And I said, this one is good enough, at least, you know. It's almost what you're pointing God out of. 
this for eight hundred dollars, I can get this two dress. You, know? you don't like you don't like good. And enough. then and I said this uh, this is good, right? So I didn't hear nothing after that. So I'm like, yes, no. It's like I guess it's all right. So I bought. You know, it's on sale and it's good brand name. I know my clients and I know how they look at what material you wear and what you you put on. They it's all about what your look is. Uh, and then I go paid. My driver came pick, you know, to go get my, my stuff. And then God says, go get him a suit. And then, this, and I was like, for what? He's my driver. You know, it's like, I don't want him to like have to, you know, get him a suit. And I said, okay. And I was like, oh, he's a driver. So he's buying a big like sales stuff. Go ahead, um, get a suit and I'll wait here. I was so mad this guy picked a five thousand dollar suit. That's right. And I was so mad. And I was at the cashier paying that and I was grabbing whatever there. I'm buying this, I'm buying this. And then it's funny because you know they're Christian and intercessor too and Sear. So he was like laughing because he saw in a spirit that um I missed it. That's yep. the glitch. You cheaped out. I I keeped out because if you looked at it, not only <laughs> spent more than $1,000. I spent stupid stuff that was grabbing at the cashier. I was snapping and I had to get rid of it. And then there will be times that, you know, I'll buy something and then God will tell my security, take her out of here. And I'm like, what? I'm not that shopping in next year. They're lifting me up like, you know, taking the president out of there because of assassination attempt or something. And I was so mad and I was like, no, you know, it, it was the control. You know, those healings has to like go through and it sometimes God, I always, now every time something is not working, mm -hmm. I always say it's a teachable moment. If whatever irritates us needs to go, and it's a teachable moment. Whatever make us hot, you know, because you get to that different level of human, mm -hmm. you got to go. And then because why? God wants you to be in a sound mind where you can come in a right agreement. Because when you wanna start having money, because this is one of the things God has highlighted to share people about the power of agreement. Because God blessed you, he also want to make sure you're putting the proper agreement to the right people in the right. That means making research and where you donate your money. Because there's some nonprofit organization are actually very, uh, the very thing that fuel, you could say, abortion. Things that is not of the kingdom. Destroying countries, you know, doing slavery, you know, or sex trafficking, you know, or all these other horrible things. He does not want his money to go to that places. It just because it says nonprofit organization doesn't mean and then there's other nonprofit or organization that if you do your research, the majority of the money doesn't go to the people, it goes to the administration That's right. part. That's right. So it's like And okay. be careful where you do your research from. Mm -hmm. You yeah. gotta be careful where yeah, you do your you research actually, from. Yeah, because you actually they pay those Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. They pay those Wikipedia stuff. You know, ask the Holy Spirit where should I send my money? And it's never in and I seen it too. And then, and then sometimes, even though you're ready to tie into a certain place, this is also important because once you get blessed, you tie. And you, I was, God says, I need you to put, how much is that? It was three of us sitting there. And then he said, one, all of us, one million each to this church. And then I was saying, all right. And I said, God, you got it like that. So, you know, so we, we, we know I did the calculation already. That's the tent, you know, so something's about to happen. And then, so when he came, we, obey and have the check ready for that church and God said change the name and I said what do you mean God put it to the church across the street to the new church and he and he said yes I said what happened 
because they're trying to cheat their ta their their taxes that year by trying to save this girl so they can get more money back to save the church. God does not need our discount impurity and you know things has to be in integrity so the money when god bless you it has to go to the people where god sent you to and then yes there will be circumstances that i have blessed a non-believer and then like that lady i told you that god says bless that dying business that lady was a jew and she ended up actually getting saved so the salvation part and i was like oh god i don't even want refund that is amazing to see that you know, sometimes money is used so to get their it's attention. A it's yeah, a tool. to get their attention. You can't be in other neighborhood without a Lamborghini. Yeah. So, and you need to, you know, to know that God has to be at all corners. And you know, and I, I minister in everywhere, like from the rich to poor, even the young, because a lot of pastors say, why you spend time advising, you know, kings and business people, and then young adults and kids. Because I know that God blesses everyone, and I want to make sure to show them the way to protect it, to do the right thing. So, for example, if God bless your house, I remember God says, you know, every time I bless uh, my child their house, they forget about me. And I was like, that's messed up, you know. And then so he wants us to, when you get blessing, like a house, ask God, which room do you want, God? My prayer room. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's part of your tithing too. That you need to remember God. And then some people, this is God's house, but then they do all kinds of things inside okay, that drugs and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like if you call God your husband, and then doesn't really take care of your body and do all this stuff, foul languages and all this other stuff, then you're not respecting your husband because that's not what your husband wants. Mm -hmm. You know. So and your husband is not only available on Sunday mm -hmm. or Bible study. You know, and so those are the things. And I see sometimes people treat God like a slot machine. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to um, pray, pray, pray fast, get repent so I can get money. God sees that. But he's still going to bless you. But guess what? You're not going to see the fullness. That's only a sample. And I think those days are over. Mm -hmm. I think, I really believe that where we are now, that God is saying that, there are things that must be done. So now it's time to truly take care of business. Yes. And those that are willing and obedient, and obedient and willing, then I want them to move into these things. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. And I, I really believe that he's, you know, uh, I, I'm very cautious not calling when I oversee a church, I oversee a congregation. I yes. oversee congregations, whether it's the one in New York or, or um, wherever, all these different, I mean, whatever different places. And the thing of it is, is this, the only purpose that it has is to do kingdom business. Yes. Because I'm pulling congregation, a congregation together. It's just like we start on Sunday to Sunday. And from 10 to 10.45, he says, pray and then make love to me. You know, I'm put, I, I see it in the spirit. He's pulling back his bed covers. And he says, come, you know, get in here with me. Wow. So whatever it is that we do here, he says, now I can do in and through you in the service that you have. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how the service is going to go, and I don't really care, okay? But the thing of it is, because I know he's going to, the spirit of God is going to orchestrate mm -hmm. it, right? But I believe that we came to 
Uh, I, I believe it happened this month. I believe that we came to a place where it says those that have been chosen, you know how when, when uh, in, in, in the word where the 10 virgins were, and some looked like that they were ready and some looked like they weren't, but they didn't have oil in their lamps. They didn't have longevity is what it is. And he's saying, here's where it is. And now I'm gonna take those that have the longevity, those that took it serious. Mm -hmm. See, people that, that decide, oh, I'll get there at 1030. I'll get there at 1015. I'll get there when I feel like it. I don't feel like going. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing this. You see, those are not the people that he owns. Mm -hmm. See, those are the people that own their own lives. And so therefore, they're untrustworthy. Yes. And those that are committed and those that say, I, I don't have a life other than the life that he has given. Mm -hmm. The breath that I have, I recognize that I have a breath because he gave me that breath and he allows me to keep it in this earth. And he says, and you breathed for me. And since you breathed for me, your breathing for me is every breath that you take, I'm gonna let you breathe in my wisdom. Every, every, every exhale you do, I'm gonna have you to exhale out my knowledge and my understanding so that you can feed the people so that the ones that I've sent to you, the ones that I'm sending to you, will gather in a way in like-mindedness so my spirit can blow a fresh wind. And as it blows its wind, the wind is not gonna be empty. Mm -hmm. The wind is full you know, yes. of the things that he wants done. And so all of these, not just visions and, and, and that, but answers to things. And, and uh, I see all of these numbers. Right now I'm seeing all of these numbers going around and I'm seeing these numbers gathered together. And he's giving, um, um, he's, he's giving uh, uh, people a translation of what these numbers are because all of these numbers are things that he wants brought into the earth. And so these numbers are, are, are coming together and, they, and they, they, um, they're, they're ciphers. And, and, and what's going on is that they're, they're, they're building things. And as people pull the right numbers together and the right people are coming in with those numbers, then things are gonna be built in the kingdom. And we're gonna be, uh, what we're doing, or we're, we're manifesting, not doing the manifestation of the sons of God is happening. Yeah, it's truly happening, it already started. Mm -hmm. and if we, uh, you could say, become good steward with what God has, it's going to be so beautiful because if you think about it, we can have fun with God now. The sooner we actually get this message to really take it seriously and also own it and make it really big, that is limitless possibility. Just imagine the book of Revelation never show how big of, you can say, the area of all the things is coming to pass. You could say the evil things, because everybody will just like kind of give up now, like, oh, you know, um, it's supposed to be bad, it's supposed to be this. But also, you gotta think about this. The kingdom of God is supposed to be seen not only in the earth, but through people. That's right. And God is looking for those people that is gonna carry to the fullness of what the kingdom look like. But how about if we all join in, community of body of believer, coming together, we can literally create a boundaries where all of the goodness of God to be one. What I'm talking about is if all the master builder for God partner together and work and do it right, having God the Father the boss, you got Jesus as your you know manager and Holy Spirit as your HR. If you do that, and in all of us, there will be no competition, there will be no backstabbing, and everybody has their own 
role and part. We can build a community and it can keep getting enlarged. That means we own the town, we own the city, we own the banks, we own this. You don't have to worry about the uh, mark of the beast. Why? Because we're now of this world. We can create our own you know, rules and regulation that is in alignment of the kingdom. It's already Ten Commandments right there. And everything is love. And then create that, you can say, you know, the fierce, fierce power and authority of God that he, how much he hate sin and how much he hate evil, that's never going to go away. There's consequences for all those things. But let them go. I, you know, I always tell people, just imagine this is the globe. If we all the master builder took all the blueprints from heaven and bring it down here, we can build bigger than pyramids and then we can all tell them, you guys, all those want to do evil and have fun, enjoy all the sinful life, you guys can all be at the Epstein Island. It's available. Go in that one area. And let's all start owning things and begin to strategize. And God, the numbers you're seeing, it's like, it's a, I see God do that all the time. And I say, Papa, you're doing, uh, playing chess. Mm -hmm. He's playing chess because each one of us is getting activated, but we also have to learn how uh, the kingdom's supposed to work, where this is holies of holies, this is inner court and outer court. They can do whatever they want to do out of court. And then the inner court, that's when we all gather together, we, you know, we fellowship and do all these things. Holies of holies is our internal being, responsibility, and our relationship, intimacy with God. And there's some people on different level. You don't have to be like us. You could be you and then flourish and has that abundance and that prosperity in life where sickness doesn't touch you. We can begin to start so, think so much, so big, and come to, there's power in numbers. And come together and build the body because some people don't like to travel some people like to travel and we begin to do business with one another and then the power agreement i was saying earlier was to ask god who you can trust that will walk on that level of metron that you have of integrity because then that agreement then there will be no open door what i'm saying is that the person that had fought the giants i fought my giants Everyone should fight their giants. Mm -hmm. But before you give responsibility to somebody else to be a business partner, make sure they actually fought their giants. Because if not, better you own all things and then wait until it's time. Because you don't want to do that. Because that very person will be so close to you and stab you in the back and hit you this time. But this time, you have more to lose because of, you could say, the responsibility of have that God has given you. Joseph, and if you feel like you're not worthy of blessing of God, just think about the story of Joseph. He went to prison. He, you know, he was a slave, mm -hmm. and God promoted him, promoted him, promoted him, and then he was able to save not only his family, his people, and his nation, but many, and for many years. That's the type of mentality, longevity. We need to start talking about kingdom legacy. What kind of inheritance do we want? Not just what's what's cool right now and what we're building something good right now. And I, I think one of our guests is here. And every time we talk about business, we always talk about let's build something good and big that is going to last forever, that is going to be beautiful, that is everyone's going to enjoy. Not just, oh, this is will make me. You don't want your business to be money-focused. It has to always be kingdom focused. Right. The way you write down all of your laws and your your even your your uh, code of ethics has to be kingdom. Everything because why? 
your kingdom, your people will begin to start kingdom. And it's it's limitless possibility. And you can hire anyone because your walk and your lifestyle will change people to worship the God that we worship. You don't have to shove the gospel. Oh, God gave this to me and everybody better wear a scripture shirt or something. No, it, it's not that because the light is inside of us. We are the church. It's blooming. It's glowing. And you better walk in power and authority. And the enemy knows. Because when you start dealing with business, it's a lot of demonic, mm -hmm. too, that you have to be ready. That's why I want you to be healed. I want you to, you know, be become fierce for God. Because you're the Lion of Judah that has power and authority to take care, you know. And don't worry about, oh, you if God says strip this entire mall, strip the whole mall and rebuild something brand new because what you're building is something greater god's going to give you another piece another piece of the puzzle so you know now you know the power of agreement you know about the healing today and know to be good steward of your blueprint because sometimes like i was saying earlier people just write it down and they don't do nothing about it and then god sees that he's not going to give you another one because you didn't even take care of what he have given you you know and then um, lately, I've been talking to a lot of congregation and letting them know, uh, you know, begin to look and review the Ten Commandments. Because sometimes our healing always has something to do with parents. You know, I didn't have a father, you know, and oh, when I made him, you know, forget him. You have to honor your parents. You can love them, forgive them. They don't have to be part of your lifestyle or your surrounding. You love them, you release them. Because God is a God of order. You have to be in order. That means you gotta, like, it's, I always tell people, you know, it's amazing how it's, if you get the mentality of what's in a marketplace, is it will be easier for you to walk the kingdom because they do inventory, they do reassess, you know, they double check what works and what doesn't work. If we do that, the body of Christ is gonna be so much more powerful because then you're constantly, you have a accountable and then you have a mentor, you have a manager. And what I don't get to, that every time, a Christian person gets saved. I, I was one of them guilty. Um, I just forget it, everything. I, gotta, I surrender it all, including my brain, my common sense, and everything. And, and then when they told me get rid of my, my you know, uh, like diamond, it was like 20 carat diamond. Because, oh, that's evil. And I was like, oh, yeah, here. And I dumped it in the trash. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> they told me, and I drunk in the trash, and then God told me, why did you throw it away? They said, it represents evil. I want to represent you. And you know, God ministered to me that night, that night, and talked about why the diamond was important in my life. Because I came from those rough ages. And God has to cut those things, and now the light is going to beam to that very strong. I mean, he was going through with this poetry, and I was so mad at myself. And I was blowing up the church. What time they open? I need to check the trash. I sent people to go there and, like, search on the trash. And I said, whoever find it will divide it, you know. And, and it was funny because it was gone. And it was amazing that they were searching the trash. It's not in the trash. So I don't even know what happened to it. Because those the trash bins in the church is not that full. Yeah, well, you know. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I was like, oh man, you know. And it was, you know, and it was, it was really, it was a mistake. I will never throw away something, a blessing that was given to me. Don't ever feel bad when God bless you something. You are worth it. He loves you. He is a loving father. He's a good, good father. How can he not give you those things? I was stuck in the apartment. He's like, no, I want you to move to a bigger house. You're worthy. 
And then when I moved to the house, I want you to build a castle. I was like, oh, man, God. But, you know, at the same time, it's like now I see. Because now I, I'm sitting in the position with God where, oh, it's a kingly, priestly anointing that he wants the world to see. And I'm not going to be ashamed of it. And I'm going to make sure to do everything that needs to be done however he wants to. Amy McPherson built the, uh, the building in L.A., and I visited to just see for myself if a woman, a single mom, built something back in the day so updated in music and, and sound because I was listening to it, testing. I was like, this place is beautiful. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then many earthquakes passed through California and that was still standing. That's why I want you to build with God. Why? Because you're building with, on top of the rock right. with Jesus. It's not going to be shaken. It's not going to be destroyed. And our time is up. I'm so excited. We're gonna be back to be here. Uh, this she's is gonna so come. Cool. This is this is part one. She didn't know this, but oh, part you know, one. Since God has given us an assignment together, given us a couple of assignments together. She'll be back. Uh, let's see. Next week we don't do this. We have, they have movie week. We have movie week, and the following week she will be back with me. You know, Dr. Baker and her buddy. Okay. And, and it's, so, it's amazing how you. She invited me. She said, he, "Can you come?" We have. It was me and her. Talking about business, mm. I didn't know it would be a fam. It is a family business, so. Yeah. But it's 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 a, it's an honor being here because it's the right place, at the right time. Why not? Why not? Yeah. What what we're doing is um, we're gonna bring strategies and we're going to uh, we're gonna work it out so that uh, we have questions and if you have questions and different things about business that you want to. Uh, wants to talk about, and we may pull in uh, some of our other guests. I'm not going to pull in um, Miss Female there because she'll be telling me no. Yeah, she did. She thought, said, Would you have something to say? No. <laughs> wow, okay. I'm right there. I'm right there. Uh, uh, she so what so me here now. There, there you do. There you do. So what we're gonna do? What we're going to do? I just believe that this is this is is God's uh, platform for us to be able to bring some practical things. You heard a little bit about Maritoni and uh, about me and whatever it is. And we're not gonna necessarily just talk about ourselves. What we're gonna talk about is ways that you can start to do mm -hmm. things and and. Um, we're going to have business people and, and um, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. So um, join in week after next on Tuesday night, and we'll start on time this time uh, at 6.30 for uh, the Tell It Like It Is program, the uh, Tuesday night chats with Dr. Baker, I mean Dr. B. Baker. And um, if you want to get into this ministry, uh, you can... Go with www.mteminc.org um, and be blessed. So I'll put the same point over here. Praise you, Jesus. And if you really, if you have any questions or need any prayer or uh, any of that, please, on the website, www.mteminc.org. We're not answering these questions tonight. But we will answer some questions um, on that. These are different ways to give, if you'd like to give. And then Daniel's going to pray over the offering. Did you get anything out of this tonight? Uh, give me so I can slap you upside your head. <laughs> 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 Boy, stop lying. 
<laughs> when I say about them questions, ask a question, get a answer. <laughs> she makes food. She's the best chef. <laughs> Did you like it?